Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Fan Weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. For a great deal on a new or pre-owned vehicle and great service, you'll find it at Sun Chevrolet. Tonight we'll have scattered showers with some possible thunderstorms throughout the area. We've already had a couple of those today. A low of 61 degrees. Tomorrow we'll have morning rain with mostly cloudy skies in the afternoon and evening. It'll be cooler with highs in the low to mid 60s. Thursday, a mix of clouds and sun with a high of 71 degrees. Been talking Steelers, talking uh, Kenny Pickett. And we want to continue that conversation now with our friend from the uh, Locked on Steelers podcast, DK Pittsburgh Sports. You see him all over the place. It's Chris Carter. How are you, Chris? I'm doing great, Josh. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I was just uh, uh, debating with myself because that's what you do on a solo show. Uh, I was debating on this uh, situation I think that we're going to see emerge here this summer with the Steelers, and that is, does Kenny Pickett have to start right away? And I'm curious to get your thoughts because there are some people that are firmly in the camp of if you're going to bring in a quarterback who's going to be 24 years old, that he needs to be out there week one. I'm not so sure that I buy into that. I think that he needs to play when he's ready, uh, not necessarily uh, right away if if he's not ready. What do you think on that? Uh, is it best for him? Is it best for the Steelers if Pickett uh, is out there, maybe if he's not completely ready week one? I, I mean – I don't think it's a necessary thing. I mean, you've seen Ben Roethlisberger didn't start his first game with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he might have said his whole rookie season had Tommy Maddox not gotten hurt in game two of the, of his rookie year. So, yeah, I don't think that's the priority. I mean, Patrick Mahomes didn't play at all his first year, and he was just fine. Uh, so, uh, I I don't I don't put much stock into that. I, I would say though that I like the. Um, I like the idea of just having an open competition. If he earns, if he's the best quarterback, put him out there. And I think that's what the Steelers want to do this year. Give him a real competition. If he wins, great. You, you scored there. If he loses, it's like, okay, well, you know what you have to do better, and you get to watch this season from the sidelines until, you know, someone gets hurt or we just need you, and we'll see how you step up in those moments. But I, I don't think there's any secret here. I don't think there's any, like, oh, we're, we're going to, we're going to hide the idea that we're going to just bench him and that he, does, he doesn't actually stand a chance to, to win the starting job. I, I think it's just going to be a straight-up competition the way the Steelers want it. Um, they got three quarterbacks who each have decent arms, each have each can be mobile when they need to be, um, and between those guys, they'll say, hey, who is most ready to be the starter on day one? Don't don't make the big turnovers. Make sure that you make throws when we provide them to you with the schemes, and uh, let's see how it, how it happens. I think it's going to be a fun training camp to watch. I want to just make sure I heard you correctly there. Did you say three quarterbacks? Well, I mean, four quarterbacks. 
to be on the roster. But yes, I do think that Mason Rudolph, like a lot of people are assuming Mason Rudolph getting cut or, or getting traded. I don't think that's going to be the case. I mean, maybe, maybe if they want to free up the cap in the face that he has tied to him, like five million or something like that. But uh, truly, Josh, I think they look back. I mean, people forget 2019 was three years ago. They went from we had four quarterbacks in the stable, we traded away one, and then within a couple of weeks, Ben Roethlisberger's out for the year, and then Mason Rudolph is clocked by Earl Thomas, and then you're down to Devlin Hodges. I don't think they ever want to be in that spot again, especially in a year. Where, like, that year you could say, okay, freak accident happened to Ben Roethlisberger. But you don't know how desperate Mitch Trubisky might get in a year where he has to prove himself. He might do something that gets, that gets himself hurt. Someone might hit him because he's holding the ball into the ball too long, and that might take him out. And then you might have similar situations with your next quarterback. I, I think they need to carry all three of those guys all season, all season long and see where they stand at the end of the year. And remember, Mason Rudolph's on a one-year deal. So, like, after this, sorry, all right, see you. You know, if, you, if he's not the guy. But you, you have that competition, you let that see, and then you make sure you're prepared for if people start to go down later this year. Well, Chris, my thought with that is, if you're Mason Rudolph, do you really want to be in a place where, you know, when last season ended, Mason Rudolph probably thought that he was going to be the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers this year. Is he going to want to be in a place where he's the third-string quarterback? Should he? want to be in a place or is there a better opportunity perhaps for Mason Rudolph out there if I'm Mason Rudolph personally I I would have the second that Kenny Pickett was drafted I would have demanded a trade so I think where, where else you gonna go Josh <laughs> <laughs> like, like, look at Baker Mayfield a number one overall pick he is he is screaming at the top of his lungs putting his middle name on his Twitter profile and sending out demands and ultimatums, and nobody wants him. No one's trying to take him take him for that. Now, granted, he has a higher price tag, and there's other things with that. But if teams think, like, who has seen something from Mason Rudolph that says, oh, yeah, we're going to just definitely go trade a draft pick for that guy? I, you know, if, I, if I'm Mason Rudolph, I, I, sit, I sit past. The Steelers stood by that man when he was accused of saying racist things to Miles Garrett. They stood by. He, he knows this organization respects him. They gave him a contract worth millions to keep him around. I think that he respects that. He's like, hey, you know what? If I lose out in the competition, I lose out in competition. But this team is trying to win, and you have to understand if you're Mason Rudolph, I haven't shown them that they can they can go into I can take lead this team to the playoffs. This is your year to prove it. They're giving you an open competition, and you know it, it's sort of a thing where if if Mason Rudolph was a former first round pick and had won you like several playoff games, and he wasn't the reason, like he, he was he was carrying you to victory, it'd be a different story. You'd have some pedigree, you'd have some respect that you've earned. But the only respect that he's earned is that he's tough and that he's he's come back from injuries and that he's young and that they want to see more out of him. You're not promised anything. This team needs to get better. That's the business in the NFL. I think that Mason Rudolph is a professional. I think that he's a he, he's, he's a he's a good mind as far as understanding how this works. And he's going to take it and say, you know what? I don't care who's in the, in the locker room with me. I'm going to go out there and work, do my best to prove that I should be the starter. I don't think he'll win the job, but I think that he's a, a mature enough man that he's going to handle it that way. And if he's third string on the year, he's like, you know what? I'll ride this out. And uh, if someone trade wants to trade for him, okay, we'll see what compensation they'll give. But him making a fuss, I mean, it's going to be like it's different when Matt Ryan or you know, you know, when you know, Deshaun Watson or whatever, but a big name who's been in you know in in the top ten conversation, a quarterback makes a fuss. But when you're Mason Rudolph, and I mean, you, you're not even top three, top two quarterbacks in your team right now. I mean, what, what mess are you actually going to create? Yeah, no, I, I I get that point. This is why I love having you on because you say things that I don't agree with, but. You, you convince me, I think, uh, of of your point of view, Chris. Um, listen, this team obviously had a clear 
directive, I guess, when it was drafting, a, a clear uh, a clear path that it wanted to enable its quarterbacks to have as many weapons as possible. Uh, my question now with this is, with all of the talent that we saw as far as pass catchers go uh, brought in, with Najee Harris, with Pat Fryermuth added into that equation as well, uh, and then obviously you have you know a couple of good receivers already and Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool and, and the players that they've brought in this offseason, who becomes the odd man out in this equation? Because I think back to last year when they had a pretty good receiver in James Washington who couldn't get on the field because of the guys in front of him for the most part and the way that the offense was rolling, I guess, if you want to say that, without him. But he couldn't get on the field. Now they're going to have maybe multiple guys left out of this equation that are pretty good wide receivers. How is that going to play out, and who becomes the odd man out when they go four wide or five wide? Because you can't... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Put everybody out there. No, I agree. There's all point of you guys that have to sit down. I, I do think that – I don't think it's going to be an immediate sort of, hey, you know, this guy's just going to be out of the rotation. I mean, one thing to remember about James Washington, I, I think that guy just got dealt so – he, he just got dealt a raw hand in Pittsburgh. And not like the Steelers did him wrong, but his first year, Ben Roethlisberger didn't pay much attention to him in, in 2018. His second year, Ben Roethlisberger wasn't even there. He actually had a pretty good season. If Ben was there, he might have had a very good season. Um, and then his third, and in his third year, 2020, he was part of the equation, but Ben Roethlisberger was starting to fall off. And, of course, last year, Ben Roethlisberger was the worst version of himself we've ever seen. So if James Washington had come in the mid-2010s, I think he would have been a very good number two to, to Antonio Brown, and, and people would talk about him differently in this town, and he'd still be on the roster. I think with the situation now, the Steelers, them drafting two guys, was more of a situation where like, hey, Deontay, I know your contract's up after this year, but you haven't put together the complete season to be a wide receiver one definitively for this team and get wide receiver one money. Now, you might be able to do that this year. You took serious strides last year. I think anybody that's an honest evaluator tape would agree that Deontay Johnson did some significant improvement work on his, on his game last year. 
but he still started to have those drops at the end of the season. He still needs to be, become a complete guy. I think that he can be a wide receiver one, but this is what you tell him. Like, look, buddy, if you do great this year with Kenny or Mitch or Mason or whoever, you'll be, you'll, you'll probably get that money to stick around because we want whatever young quarterback we have to have the guy that they trust the most. But if you, but if you're, if you're just okay and these other guys are beating you out, they're not breaking the bank for you. And, and I think that's what a lot of wide receivers around the NFL are figuring out. I mean, Josh, there were, I think, six receivers taken in the top 18 picks this year. And that's not even including all the guys that went in the second round, like George Pickens. NFL teams are realizing you can get really, really good wide receiver talent up to even the fourth round, like Calvin Austin. People are really excited about what he can do. And it's on a rookie deal. So, personally, I think that there's not going to be a specific odd man out right away. I think Calvin Austin might be used in more situational positions. Um, but it's just going to be about who wins out in camp. You know, does Chase Claypool get back to where he was as a rookie? Does Deontay Johnson take the next step? How does George Pickens come along? Um, I think it's going to be another honest battle. Uh, but I wouldn't preclude either Claypool or Johnson from getting any opportunities just yet uh, or being phased out like we saw James Washington. I think that's just going to come over time. Chris, the uh, Pickens pick is intriguing to me because I saw him play a ton while he was at Georgia. He's a terrific player. What do you see from him on film? And then, to me, I've read a lot about the fact that, you know, there's a lot of NFL teams that think that there are character concerns with him. There were red flags, things like that, said about uh, about his character. Uh, is that concerning? And also, what type of player are they getting with Pickens that you have seen in his time? And what can he bring, I guess, to this Steelers offense that maybe they lacked a year ago. Well, I mean, I'll tell you one thing he brings. He's gonna he's gonna bring an overall package that is going to be difficult to cover to cover if he's able to be who he was who he showed he was at different times. Now he does have injury history. That's something that's a little bit of a concern. That's why he dropped so far. Uh, his off the field concerns, you know, there's rumors that he can be tough to deal with or this, that, and the third. I think the biggest thing that everyone looks back to is that fight he had against Georgia Tech when he just he took that dude by his face mask and slammed him into a wall. But that was a rivalry game, and he's done other like little little things here and there, like he squirted a, a you know water on the back of a Tennessee player uh, when they were down the sideline, like little goofy things like that. I, I do think that there's some some growing up he has to do, but I also think there are natural things than anything else. I don't think he's going to be as disruptive as people are making him out to be as a troublemaker or anything like that. I think he has a great athletic profile. He runs a four four seven. He could go up and get the football. His body control is amazing when you watch him torque his body in different directions, find ways to catch very tough passes, make make good or make tough catches. Excuse me, make tough catches when guys are hanging on to him or blanketing him. He seems like he's great at the at the at the, at the highest point. He elevates well, he attacks the ball well, and he wins contested catches. I think that he has the potential to be the wide receiver one of the Steelers' future and maybe even a top-10 wide receiver in the league again, which is something I think the Steelers would really like to have with a young quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the upside there is is <laughs> it's pretty good with, with Pickens. Uh, another offensive player that was picked late, Connor Hayward. Um, I... I it's a cool story to me from a sentimentality standpoint. Uh, obviously, he's the younger brother of Cam Hayward. What can he actually bring to this team? And to me, uh, is he a tight end? Is he a fullback? I saw one website throw out there that he could maybe play running back, even some in, in the NFL, too. He's six foot, 230 pounds. He's seemingly really athletic, has good hands. But uh, what is he going to bring to the Steelers team, and where does he fit? And also, if he is a fullback, where does Derek Watt fit going forward? 
So to answer your question, is he a fullback? Is he a tight end? Is he a special teamer? Is he a running back? The answer is yes. Uh, he's all those things. <laughs> you know, just, but I think that's the reason they got him is because I, when I watched tape of, of, of Connor Hayward, and like he was a guy that I just watched kind of for fun when he was coming up in college. He, you know, even when he was a freshman, he made like a really cool touchdown catch. So I was like, ooh, that was impressive. Um, you know, but th- this, this is a guy who he's quick, he's strong, he's sturdy. And he's powerful. And like he'll he'll come up, he'll he'll block really well. He'll he'll run through defenders that aren't trying to tackle him too hard. He's he's hurdled defenders. He's made guy miss his face, and he can catch the football. I mean, heck, he made an amazing catch in the pit game yeah. uh, in the Peach Bowl. Uh, you know that helped them win that win that game with a touchdown. So I like Connor Hayward a lot as a as a football player that they can plug in in different spots. And here's the thing. I don't think necessarily he pushes out Derek Watt just yet because I do think he comes in as a third tight end option to help with blocking or help with uh, maybe a, a gadget play where he's he's actually the intended receiver that the other defense is going to overlook. So I, I think that he's a guy that fits in several different roles, and especially if he if he earns a spot on special teams, they're going to try to see, hey, can you be a big dude that just charges down the field and takes a guy out uh, and is a big piece there? That's where he'll earn his, I think he'll earn his hey early. Uh, but I don't think that necessarily pushes out uh, 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 Derek Watt. I think it's more of a threat to a guy like Trey Edmonds, who's been a special mm. teamer slash extra running back for the past few years. And he's been the guy that they'll line up to help with punt protection on occasion. That's something I can see Connor Hayward sticking to immediately. So um, he has several different roles. And I think that he'll end up making the roster because of that. And I like his tenacity. And, I mean, the Hayward lineage is tough to ignore. So – I like a lot about him. I don't think he necessarily replaces Derek Watt because I think they still want to use him as the lead fullback. But I think over time, he may if he learns to work out there. But we'll see how that plays out. Defensively, and we're talking with uh, Chris Carter right now from the Locked On Steelers podcast, DK Pittsburgh Sports. Uh, Defensively, the Steelers, uh, it sounds like not picking up the fifth-year option for Devin Bush. Uh, You know, obviously, they just had a player that they re-signed for a year in Terrell Edmonds that – they did not pick up his fifth-year option, but to me it's kind of a telling sign on what they feel about Devin Bush. Uh, what does he have to do? What does he have to do better, I guess, to maybe you know try to convince the organization that he can be a long-term solution as a middle linebacker here? Well, I mean, I think part of it is just like, a, hey, we're being honest. Like, we can't commit $10 million to you at the rate that at the way that you played last year. And they may even understand. I mean, Mike Tomlin – you know, he made sure to even kind of explain at times, like, hey, like, you know, he's been going through some things. So, like, the Mike Tomlin didn't seem unreasonable about where um, where Devin Bush was last season. But I also think they're like, you know, while we understand and we're willing to give you more time to figure out, you know, how to get back from your ACL injury and how to get back to full speed and trusting your trusting yourself again, they're not, they can't put ten million dollars on that. So I yeah. I don't think it's a slight. Devin Bush is just like a hey buddy, you didn't have a good year last year. You had a, I, I thought he had a really good rookie season. He was shaping up to have a really good sophomore year, uh, but then you got hurt, and then he had a tough a tough third year, and now you're in your contract year where you got to prove it. And if you prove it, I think they'll stick with him because I think they they see that leadership in him. I mean, people forget this guy was was known for being the guy who was who was taking in play calls and understanding the defense as a rookie. I, I think that. Once he kind of gets a chance to, to, to have a full off season where he's actually training with the team and not rehabbing as much, I think you'll see a better version of Devin Bush. And I think he will earn a second contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers mm. when all is said and done. Uh, but he's got to earn it. They're not just going to give it to him just because he was a guy they traded up for. 
Interesting. Chris, thank you. Appreciate it as always, and enjoy the rest of your night. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Josh. Talk to you soon. All right, that is Chris Carter from the Locked On Steelers podcast and DK Pittsburgh Sports. That's interesting. He thinks the Steelers will, in time, give Devin Bush a second contract. I don't know if I agree with that. We'll talk more about that when we come back. I'm Josh Roundtree, and for Paul Zeiss, this is Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.